Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Geek Generation. I'm your host, Rob Logan, joined in the studio by Paulo. All the movies. All the movies, guys. All of them. We're going to be talking about all the movies. Uh, this is a show that I look forward to every year. Yeah. This is our summer movie preview. We're going to be talking about all the movies that are coming out over or, or starting from May all the way through August. We realize May has started already <laughs> because we always end up doing this later than we want to. Yeah. Uh, so some of these movies are even out already. Not a ton, but just a few. Yeah. Also, if you would like to check out trailers for every single one of these movies, you can head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. I've put together a summer movie trailer preview post for you like I do every single year. It takes me way too much time, and for some reason I keep doing it. But you can watch all of your movie trailers for the summer in one place if you would like to make your decisions on what to talk about. We're going to talk about all of them. Or all of them. make their decisions, what to say. Uh, so, Paul, as we get into our summer movie preview today, which movies are we talking about? All of them. All of the movies. If I'm not mistaken. You are not mistaken. We're talking about all the movies. Now, that's not entirely true, because I do, like, scrap some little ones here and there that nobody really cares about. I mean... We're talking about all the movies! All of them! All the movies! Okay, let's jump right in. May 6th. Uh, this is already out. Well, by the time we're recording this, I have not seen it. Yeah. <laughs> by the time you are hearing this, I have. Captain America Civil War. Also, the movie I'm most looking forward to this yeah. summer is the <laughs> first one kind of kicking it off. Legitimately, yeah. Yeah. The amount of like TV spots and everything that they've done to like reveal Spider-Man, Black Panther. Uh, Black Panther is quickly becoming like my new favorite character. Yeah. Real quick, like he, they did, uh, like a TV spot. Uh, I don't know if it was a TV spot or just a YouTube clip that w that came up of featuring Black Panther and he's fighting, uh, Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, and then there's that other one where he's chasing Winter Soldier. Mm. Basically, it's Black Panther versus Winter Soldier. <laughs> Playing tag. Right. Basically. <laughs> but I mean, he's like, the more I read about him, the more I learn about him, the more that I see him in action. He's sure. like quickly becoming like my new favorite character. Like he's, He's not like a novice superhero in this movie from what I've seen. Mm. Like he's going to be like sort of developed in his role. Like he's not going to be like. It's been the champion of Wakanda for years. Yeah. Like he's been kicking butt over in Wakanda for a long time now, but now he's coming over and I guess jumping into the big kids pool and see cool. how he, how he uh, figures into his role here. But. Um, I'm looking forward to Civil War. I mean, the, the press is incredible. Like, they're like, this is the best Marvel movie yet. They're like, this is the best comic book movie ever. Yeah. And Which like, doesn't surprise me because the Captain America franchise is so strong. Yeah. It's never, like, it's never been bad, right? Nope. It's just consistently got better. Mm -hmm. And they, the Captain America movies are also kind of like the benchmark for that phase of the series. I don't know. Iron Man was kind of phase one, but. Phase two was like Winter Soldier. And sure. This is going to kind of be like, I'm excited to see it. Uh, I thought I was fatigued on Captain America. Iron I am Man. not. I am not anymore. No. Nope. Like after seeing a lot of the stuff that popped up, it looks incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And I like thinking that the announcement that Robert Downey Jr. made about there possibly being more Iron Man movies mm. is somehow a credit to this movie because maybe he yeah. just had a change of heart. Maybe a lot of people had reinvigorated. A change of heart. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think they were even talking to John Favreau too. And that would be, incredible. Oh, please, yes. please, please, please. I've seen some of the behind the scenes stuff he's been doing with the jungle book. Yeah. If he is not the most dedicated director, mm -hmm. like he's hopping in the water to do the scenes as Baloo and stuff. He goes like and, balls deep. You yeah. Know, like literally balls deep. I fucking love that man. Yeah. He is so great. 
Um, and I should correct one thing. I said that by the time this uh, this podcast comes out, I've seen Civil War. I've probably seen Civil War three times by the time this <laughs> podcast comes out. Let's be honest. Yeah. I'm not going to leave the theater all weekend. Uh, I'm super excited for this movie. Yep. It's going to be great. Uh, May 13th, High Rise. High Rise is a movie with Tom Hiddleston, Sienna Miller, Luke Evans. Uh, from the trailer, it looks a lot like Snowpiercer in concept, but mm-hmm. with the, the the kind of the different classes separated by different floors yeah. instead of like the different train cars yeah. in Snowpiercer. What'd you think? Um, I liked it. Uh, I like Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. I like seeing him in a leading role. I definitely think this will give him the option to like flex his acting chops. Yeah, which I'm excited to see. Uh, what I'm sort of not excited to see is like this, like this sort of class war based in a building. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, I don't know if the subject matter is just getting old with everything that's in the news. And, yeah. You know, it's just like, I don't like It just feels like the story is already tired and I haven't even seen the movie yet. Mm. But I mean, there, it, it does seem like there are specific little nuances to the theme of the movie mm-hmm. that would be interesting. I mean, a dude has a horse on the roof for some reason. Right, right. And I mean, there are, there is such a gross disparity between levels of the building that it will be interesting to see how like the, the character dynamic plays out between the different people. I just want to see him drop dread at the bottom. And, <laughs> and this is actually dread too. We just don't know it yet. Oh, this is the prequel to dread because <laughs> yeah, they're in yeah, that yeah. building. Right? The building even looks the same. That's, yeah. That's a weird thing. But, uh, yeah, this is like the prequel to Dread, what happens right before Dread pops Totally. In, um, so even though this movie comes out on May 13th, it's already out on mm-hmm. digital. Yeah. I watched it. And? It's terrible. Really? It's terrible. Even Tom Hilson's terrible? He's not terrible, but there's it's it's one of those movies that's like really abstract and pretentious. Oh, okay. So there's there's a lot of like metaphorical stuff going on, mm. which can be okay in a movie. Like uh, some Terry Gilliam movies like do it very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, the story suffers because of it. There's a lot mm-hmm. of scenes and a lot of little clips where you're like, wait, what? Why? Why was that there? Uh-huh. So that like there's the story's going on. Tom Hiddleston's character is like recently in the building. Uh, and then all of a sudden there's a like he goes in his apartment. Then all of a sudden there's a scene of him dancing with like five flight attendants in the hallway. And then it cuts back to the story. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. It's yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of a movie. Oh, okay. It's just weird. Yeah. And I know this is, a, I guess, a very popular novel that was written in, like, the 70s. I see. And they're adapting that. But they – it just felt very, like, this movie's smarter than you are. Oh. And we're going to show you over and over. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little much for me, personally. Like, like this would only maybe appeal to certain people at some Yeah. Dance. I got very <laughs> bored. And it's two hours long. Whoa. So I got bored with it yeah, pretty no quickly. Uh, the next one here is The Lobster, which stars Colin Farrell, Rachel Weisz, um, John C. Riley's in it, too. This is about a hotel where if you fail to fall in love within 45 days... You get turned into an animal. This is like a weird dystopian mm-hmm. thing where everyone is expected to be in a marriage yeah. with somebody else. And if you're single, even if it's just recent, like your spouse dies, yeah. you're sent to this hotel and you have to find a new mate because it's like part of survival. Yeah. Sort of weird. It's very like it It reminded me because it has Colin Farrell in it mm-hmm. and it is sort of like a dramedy 
that it kind of reminded me of in Bruges. In Bruges. Sure. That was that was an interesting movie. I and mean, that was a good movie. Yeah. Um, this one seems a little bit more like they put the depression Instagram filter over the camera. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like everybody's sort of a little bit muted. And I guess that works with the theme of the movie mm-hmm. because all these people are looking for love and you know, there is a sort of a sense of desperation. Um I John C. Riley versus uh Colin Farrell. Jeez, why did that my blank? Um <laughs> I mean the 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 juxtaposition between those two is very interesting because mm-hmm. you know one is typically like a comedic actor and the other one is typically a dramatic or action oriented actor. Sure, sure. And to see them in this sort of new realm for the both of them is mm-hmm. sort of I like that juxtaposition. Totally. Um the idea that you turn into an animal that is a weird twist. Yeah. And they it, they like put you in a surgery. Is that what happens? Yeah. Okay. So I thought it was just like this magic thing that no, happened. No, 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 like, no. So this, this movie. Okay. So this comes out on May 13th as well. However, the movie has been going through the festival circuit since like early 2015. Mm-hmm. So I've seen this too. Mm. <laughs> this is the show. Of, I've seen all these movies uh-huh. somehow already. Um, no. So I've seen this. I actually watched, uh, it very recently. Okay. And, um, yeah, if, if you fail to do it, this is like a mandated government thing. And if you fail, then they bring you into a transformation room where they perform like a surgery. They they don't really go into it, like the depth of it. Uh-huh. It's just like you're going to be turned into an animal. No. Like the, the dog is his brother, which they yeah, say yeah, in the trailer yeah. as yeah. well, because he didn't make it. Like I was just under the impression it was like a Cinderella thing. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't, if you don't make it by the end of the period, like the next morning, you just yeah. turn into an animal. It's not magic per se, but it's not. It's not explained because it doesn't need to be. You just go, there's a room that they pull you in, they do uh, a surgery, and then you're an animal. That's so weird. It's very strange. But it has actually little, that part of it has very little to do with the movie. I don't know what it is about what you said just now about having to go into a room for surgery and then you become an animal. But my mind just went straight to human centipede. <laughs> and then this movie just got infinitely more gross because yeah, I was like, what yeah. do they... And he went, like he says at the end of the trailer, he's like, like, what kind of animal do you want to be? He's like, I want to be a lobster. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, good choice. The reason they say that in the movie is because they're like, oh, it's a, it's an unusual animal to choose. Almost everybody says like a dog. Uh-huh. And there are too many dogs in the world. Oh. So that, and that's, uh, like they're, they're saying that certain animals are becoming extinct because everyone just wants to be a dog. Oh, that's so weird. So like the, the, the populate, the animal population is just like, is being augmented by this process. Yeah. And he wants to be a lot, but he says he's going to get eaten. I just thought like he wanted to be a lobster because it reminded me of that thing from friends. You know, like how Phoebe is like lobsters mate for life. Right. Right. I thought it was, and I think it is. I think it's the, the the title is a dual uh, oh, meaning okay. of he says lobster and yes lobsters made for life. I don't think it's one of the things that he actually says. He says it's because primarily lobsters live to be over a hundred years uh, old, so okay. he would have a longer lifespan than a lot of other animals. Unless he was in New England and then he'd just get caught and <laughs> right, him butter. right. Which they make comments about stuff like that later. But mm, okay, um, this movie is uh, similar to High Rise in that it's quirky and metaphorical and a bit absurd uh-huh. but in a good way uh-huh. so this one does it well where high rise did not do it very well yeah. uh, i would actually recommend lobster good. i thought it was uh both charming and like funny everyone speaks the, the way they do in the trailer like there i saw some comments on like imdb of like everyone sucks at acting in this movie <laughs> but it's the director wanted this tone uh-huh. so everyone's delivering lines with like very little emotion yeah 
And that makes like that. It starts to straddle the dark comedy line. Uh-huh. There's a lot of things that they say yeah. just bluntly that are hysterical because uh-huh. they're said so dry. It's really funny. So there's there's some good comedy in it. Uh, it's essentially a the whole movie is kind of a metaphor for the like date or die mentality yeah. that we have in society. Like there's a group of loners in the woods that uh-huh. that when you join them, they instruct you as part of your joining to dig your own grave because no one else is going to do it for you. Wow. Like the idea of you're going to die alone and nobody's going to bury you. Yeah. So there's all those type of things that keep popping up throughout the movie. That's interesting. Yeah. It, it was quite good, actually. I can see, I can see the appeal of this movie. Definitely. Yeah, if yeah. you're like in the, the world of dating and if you're like, yeah, I can definitely see how this would be interesting. Yeah. I, I will not watch this with my wife. <laughs> It's because I have no idea what this will do to a relationship. <laughs> like, whoa, I can be a dragon if I want to. Right. See ya. <laughs> uh, the next movie is Money Monster, starring George Clooney and Julia Roberts, also directed by Jodie Foster. Yeah. Weird. Kind of random in there. Yeah. Um, this is about an irate investor that takes a financial TV host hostage on live television. It could be. An interesting analysis of uh, the country's economy, kind of like the big, uh, the big short, the big short yeah. was, but it'll probably end up just being like a weird conspiracy flick, in my opinion. Well, that's what it seemed. That's where it seemed like it was going. Yeah. Like, after you know the the hostage taking happens, there there seems to be this sort of mission that you know George Clooney and the the hostage taker go on to like find the truth and mm-hmm. like they're calling all these people and it's like tell them what the real story is and the girl's like you won't be able to handle it and like you know it's just like this weird sort of like we're trying to unearth a conspiracy on live tv yeah very much like playing into the reality tv mentality of like the audience maybe i don't know uh it, it looks like it, it might be fun it could be yeah like this to i haven't me, seen a lot about it honestly i i mean i saw the trailer just because i watch movie trailers like it's right right job. but it's very under promoted yeah it's very under promoted it's very much like that other julia roberts movie the one where her daughter i already from, know what you're talking about yeah, 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 yeah. You know what i'm talking about like it's very it's kind of feel has that same sort of feel in terms of its promotional yep. push but this seems like a netflix movie it does you add it to your queue and you eventually get to it. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe watch it while something else is you're doing something else. Yeah. Or, yeah. or maybe have it on in the background or, you know, have it be like a TNT or TBS movie. Exactly. Where it's like just played on repeat, like endlessly. And like you, just, <laughs> you catch it in chunks. But, yeah. I mean, you know, if I got nothing else to do on May 13th, I might see it. Yeah. But I'm being asked in the uh, Twitch chat if I've seen this one also. And no, I have not. I, I assure you <laughs> I've not seen any other movies on this list. Uh, and since I'm referencing the Twitch chat, I should encourage our viewers. We also do our podcasts live yeah. all the time. And you can go to twitch.tv slash the geek generation. Follow us over there. Uh, hop into our discord channel. If you go to the geek generation.com slash discord, I notify everybody when we're going live, uh, for gaming and podcasting and all that stuff. Uh, and you can watch us live and yell things at us while we're recording. <laughs> a lot of the time we don't talk about what's going on in the chat, yeah. but every now and then we'll reference. Yeah, I think this might be a good one to do it because, you know, we're talking yeah. about movies. Yeah. Uh, May 20th, The Nice Guys, starring Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. I think this looks hysterical. This looks awesome. This looks really good. Yeah. I love the tone. It's all Vice City and stuff. Yeah, very yeah. much like that sort of 70s, 80s aesthetic, mm-hmm. like neon, big collars, lots of just I, – I love the fact that Russell Will- – or Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Why did I say <laughs> Russell Wilson? He's I don't football, know. He's a football player. Um, <laughs> Russell Crowe in this movie is like 
the tough guy, like it, it somehow excuses his weight gain. Like, I don't know, like, cause you know how he got, like, he got, it looks of, like he did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Like it looks like he did it on purpose. So it's great. But I mean, they both look great in this movie. Ryan yeah, yeah. Gosling looks hilarious. Yeah. Like I'm excited to see it. Yeah. This looks really strong. I'm pumped for it. Yeah. Uh, the Angry Birds movie. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Boo. What the crap is this? I it just oh my god! Like I watched the trailer just because I I knew that I needed to prepare for this, right? And I should at least be aware. Well, my apologies for and the torture. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Like, what is this? Like, oh, it is specifically designed to sell the toy or the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it might end up being cute because some of these movies are like uh-huh. shockingly well done despite their properties. Yeah. But it just feels like it's a money grab that's arriving a couple years too late. Uh. Like the, the popularity of Angry Birds is waning. I actually read a financial article about this movie where if it doesn't do well, they're in trouble. Rovio? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cause they've been struggling just, there's like a whole tie in. Uh, apparently there's a, a new game called like Angry Birds heroes or something mm-hmm. weird like that or angry birds action uh and you can unlock things in the game by having that app open during the credits of the movie which i don't encourage to have your yeah whatever open during even if it is the credits there's like an inaudible sound that's going to be playing yeah in oh. the background the credits so we can't hear it but it's going to activate and unlock stuff on that game on it your might phone activate and unlock something in somebody's brain right i don't want to be in the theater for <laughs> that be a fucking serial killer jesus Christ, sounds stop. awful uh also on may 20th neighbors Two sorority rising the first neighbors was okay. I'm excited. Uh, are you? <laughs> I don't know why. I love this movie. Oh my god! Like, I love the first movie. The second one is just like it looks hilarious to me. Like that one girl that's like, "I'm on painkillers, Delta Pi." Wow. Like, All right. Well, then you are the target audience, and mm-hmm. I am not. Uh, I've said it before many times. I am not a huge fan of Seth Rogen. I saw the first Neighbors because it was a free screening. Mm -hmm. uh, And unless I get invited to a screening of Neighbors 2, there's a good chance I won't be watching it at all. I just don't care about this. I like I I love the first movie. Uh, I I maintain it on my DVR because I recorded it from, I think, HBO. Yeah, this looks great. I love it. Like the, the, the idea that's like. It's like you're just making them more sexy. Like as he's like trying to make his way to the car, and his wife is like spraying, oh, like the spraying him water. down and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like the whole gag with the phone with the cord. I mean, there's probably some funny jokes yeah. in there. I'm just like, why, why <laughs> even do the sequel? I'm totally doing that like tape on ab thing that they did. <laughs> I'm definitely doing that for the summer. Oh yeah, summer sixteen tape on abs. Uh, next movie is Maggie's Plan, starring Greta Gerwig, Ethan Hawke, and Maya Rudolph. All of whom are really like big indie people, it yeah, seems now. Yeah. Uh, good cast overall, looks like, but it also looks like your typical quirky indie movie that's essentially about nothing. Yeah. It was like, it seemed a little like, uh, like, like a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. With a blue filter. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really that into it. It, I don't know. Something in about- the trailer, she's like, I need a plan. I can't just break up with them. And it's like, yeah, you nah, can. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, you can. And I'm like, movie over. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the first 20 minute movie. Yeah. I, I just don't care about it. Me neither. May 27th, something I do deeply care about. Oh, hell yeah. X Men Apocalypse. Ooh. Oh. 
How about that final trailer, though? They're just tickling my balls with this movie. That final scene <laughs> in that final trailer, though. Oh, those claws. Oh, oh knife the hands claws. is back, baby. Oh, I'm so on board for this movie. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Like, like I, I wasn't like super on board. Like, I was just like, yeah, this is going to be a great movie. Yeah. I'm excited to see the four horsemen fight the X-Men, especially yep. like a younger version of the X-Men. That whole like scene where it's like Storm versus Cyclops. Oh, that looked fucking yeah. awesome. Like the, like the very Dragon Ball Z-esque, yeah, like, yeah. like shooting of energy to see who wins. Dude, as soon as I started watching the trailer and Hey Man, nice shot comes on, I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's like this is 90s rock music instead of like hip hop from Promoting an action yeah. movie. I was so excited. It was great. So excited. This movie's going to be great. Uh, I'm still, though, I still have the same kind of freak out that I did on a previous episode where it's a lot of human form Jennifer Lawrence instead of Mystique. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. They yeah. made a little comment in this trailer about like, oh, it's you, like as if she's hiding from being exposed as Mystique. Yeah. But that's not her jam. Yeah. And I'm a little curious to see. I mean, like. I don't know if in this this particular universe that Mystique is Nightcrawler's mom, because in the comics she is. Right. And he kind of looks at her like she might be. And there's no way she's old enough yeah. <laughs> compared to his Unless age. she's like hiding her age or something. Like. Uh, unless, Miss, well, I mean. I was going to say maybe she's older because Mystique is a shapeshifter and, and, yeah. and canonically, she is technically immortal because every time she shapeshifts, she's like regenerating her body cells. Yeah. So she doesn't really age. But we saw her as a kid with yeah. Xavier. So that kind of. I mean, teen pregnancy, you know, <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Uh, she wouldn't she wouldn't look like it. I mean, she can shift. So her body yeah. is just fine. Yeah, She would <laughs> never look matter. pregnant. She would no. just have the baby. That's right. But I mean, that... either way, I'm so excited for this moment. Yeah. It's going to be great. Like I w- I watched this at work, like because I, I remember like scrolling through my phone and I was looking just looking at the post and I saw the thing for the final trailer and I clicked on it just to, you know anticipating another yeah. trailer and then like right at the end it's like we had a little help and I was like ah schnick <laughs> schnick <laughs> like audible like air leaving my body yeah like and it was like yeah like you know just like the idea that and I read subsequently that. Brian Singer commented on the Wolverine cameo in the mm-hmm. trailer. Yep. And he's saying that it's not just a cameo and that it's, it's going connected. It's going to be something that connects this end to the pre or the you know the previous order. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to explain, but you know, the other X-Men movies. Yep. And I mean it, the, in that case it can't just be something minor. Like it has to be something I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> We're so excited. <laughs> We're so excited. We're so excited that we can't scream. Yeah. also on may 27th the movie that i will not be seeing because x-men apocalypse is out because i no longer care about this franchise alice through the looking glass yeah i was not excited like i mean just do the alice in wonderland world don't make it like oh she's mentally inept or she's somehow mentally sick Mm -hmm. and this is the reason why she's no just like you know Make a portal, let her go through it, and have Alice in Wonderland. Like, the whole thing about using mental illness to, like, try to explain a fantasy world mm. is just like, ugh. That's um, that's something that Americans, American McGee's Alice did very well. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, they don't need to carry it over here. But I totally stopped caring about this franchise before I was even done watching the first Alice in Wonderland movie. Yeah. Uh, Mia was a cow. Wow. 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 I don't know how to say. Yeah. Whatever her name is. Um, She's like totally wooden in these movies. I don't know if she's that good an actress. I haven't seen her in too much stuff, but her expression never changes. And it's she's not a good casting for Alice. Kind of just like doe eyes the whole time. Yeah. I don't like it. Don't like it. June 3rd. I keep telling myself I won't be fooled again, Paul. (laughs) I keep telling myself they won't do Uh, it to me again. But then they're like, here's Bebop and Rocksteady. Here's Casey Jones. Oh, did you know Krang's going to be in it and a Technodrome? And I'm like, fuck everything. (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows is going to do it to me again. This is your abusive relationship. It is. I don't want to, but I want to. But you're going to see it. I am. It's so bad. Now, I didn't notice this until I saw the trailer again, you know, in preparation for this. Yeah. Is Seamus... Yeah. In the movie? Seamus is Rocksteady. He's Rocksteady pre-mutation. And then the voice afterward. Yeah. And then, uh, the, 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 the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, what's the, uh, their, the neighbor, the, the kid in the wheelchair. I forget his name. Yeah. His dad is Bebop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna do it to me again, Paul. Even I mean, though... it could be. Can you blame me though? It could be okay. <laughs> don't don't start getting my hope up. I mean, don't don't do it. They even had Run DMC in the yeah. trailer. It's like they're pushing the buttons that they know will make me go see this, yeah. and then they're just gonna end up doing unspeakable things to my rear end. Yeah, they're just dangling the carrot. In I don't like face. it. I don't like it. Uh, well, I'm gonna give in, but I don't like it. They're dangling the carrot in your front of your face, and then they're gonna put their pinky uh, in your butthole. It's a reach around right yep. here. That's what it is. But the <laughs> thing, <laughs> Ninja Turtles, out of the reach around. <laughs> The thing I didn't like about this trailer, though, that I noticed um, was that they they focus on the purple ooze mm-hmm. and how it can change you into a human. Like Donatello, or did, was this not the trailer? There was another trailer with. Oh, them. okay. They explain. I the probably haven't ooze, watched it. And they say like, "Oh, the purple ooze. Like, if it changed them into Bebop and Rocksteady, maybe it can change us back to human." Mm. But that doesn't make any sense because the the turtles, turtles, yeah, because the turtles came from they weren't human, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, good. So they're already messing with logic. Thank you. You're deterring me from seeing it. There you go. (laughs) There you go. They're already breaking logic. Sweet. Just doing what friends do. Also on June third, me before you. Uh, this is Amelia Clark and Sam Claflin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to see the whole movie because I just saw it. Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> I watched the highlight reel. They t- they even they start telling the story about the bumblebee tights in the yeah, movie, yeah. and they pay it off in the trailer. Yeah, 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 I yeah. don't need to see this at all. Yeah. Movie's done. I don't know. Amelia Clark and Jenna Coleman in a movie. Those mm. are like my two British female crushes. Jenna Coleman. See? Amelia Clark is one of those people to me, and I know people are all about Daenerys and everything, yeah. and and she's hot in Game of Thrones, but take her out of that world, and she does nothing for me. To me, she's like, she's the cute girl. Yeah. Like, not the hot one, the cute one. Does it seem, the character choice seem weird for her, though? Like, it's <sighs> it, it feels like she's pretending. Okay, so who so who do you think made that choice, then? Do you think... Was it her agent that said, maybe you need to flex this particular muscle? Was it her saying, I want to be in a romantic comedy? Oh, any number of people. 
Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, I I saw the trailer thinking like this might be like a good date movie mm-hmm. or like a good movie, you know, to like stay at home on like a Saturday night or something and watch it. Um, not necessarily going to be like something you go out and actively pursue. Right. Um, but it's good fodder. I mean, it's definitely uh, just the whole like the, the, the paralysis thing, though, was a little like. We just had theory of everything. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, can he have something else wrong with him? Like, I don't know. Anything? No legs. <laughs> no legs. <laughs> also on June third, pop star. Never stop. Never stopping. I love the title. I'm going to hate watch the fuck out of this movie. <laughs> Holy shit! It is like because it because it it kind of just like plays on all the things that are wrong. Yes. With like pop culture and like pop music, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Andy Samberg is just like begging you to fucking hate him in this movie because mm-hmm. he's basically all the worst pop stars just meshed into one yes so you just want to hate watch the fuck out of this thing like, yeah oh like this is another like abusive relationship movie sort of thing i know? appreciate anything that makes fun of justin bieber mm-hmm. but i also do not want to make justin bieber more relevant in the process yeah by like having a clear parody of him in the movies yeah this is a great sketch yeah, this is a good like digital short. Yeah, right? like yeah. like watching the trial. I was like, "That's a great digital short." I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need any more. Yeah, that I, was wonderful. But I will hate watch the fuck out of this movie. <laughs> yeah. June 10th, Warcraft. Oof. Ooh. Oof, this is one of those movies, man. This is like could be great, could be terrible. Mm. Directed by Duncan Jones, yeah. who's done some phenomenal stuff, and there are good actors in the movie. There are. Uh, and while you think I'd be very into this, I'm so not. Yeah. It feels so commercial. I don't know what it is about the, either the CGI or the presentation of the, something feels mm-hmm. wicked commercial about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I read something that said that this movie is very much like, uh, fan service for World of Warcraft players, mm. but not necessarily for everyone else. Right. Um, I'm going to see it just because, you know, I played WoW for a long time. I invested a lot of time in that sure. game. I know a lot about that universe, but I mean, this does sort of focus on like a pre World of Warcraft era mm-hmm. in like that game it's like ma- very much like Warcraft 3 or warcraft 3 like it's pre thrall thrall is like the one of the main characters of world of warcraft the game mm-hmm. and it sort of sets him up as this like moses jesus figure of some kind yeah that i kind of don't like because it's very like he's he's not necessarily a religious figure figure in the game he's more of like a spiritual leader mm-hmm. um but uh i mean I kind of like what they've put out so far. It's not necessarily as much of the fantasy aspect as I would have liked. It's very much just like orcs versus humans. But yeah, yeah. the World of Warcraft world is gigantic. Way more than that, right? Like there's so much to it. I mean, there's like magic, undead, dragons. There's like all these aspects to the game that add so much to it. Mm-hmm. But if you just have like orcs versus humans, it's just like any other fantasy movie sure i mean it's basically just like a like a different filter there's nothing like screaming warcraft yeah out of it yeah yeah i'm not like i don't know it could be great could be terrible yeah now you see me too i'm very disappointed isla fisher's not back i know why Mm. it was because she was pregnant and couldn't yeah i I looked into it because i was curious why like what is pulling her away like she's not doing tons of stuff Mm -hmm. uh and this was 
probably one of her biggest roles. Yeah. But it was because she was currently pregnant and couldn't return to film. Mm-hmm. I do like that they're not just throwing Lizzie Kaplan in there and saying it's the same character. That's it good. is a different name and everything, so that's good. I do like a good heist movie. Yeah. I do. There is something, uh, I don't know, that takes away from doing a movie about magicians when we know it's all special effects. Mm, like yeah. the kind of cool part about magic is that it happens in front of you and then you know there's no post-production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I've seen a lot of good movies about magic. Yeah. Like The Illusionist. Mm-hmm. and Like it takes away some of the gravity of the main theme of the movie when right. everything is just so gigantic. Right. Like when you just like poof, people are in one part of the world and then automatically in another part of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like it, it takes some, some of the gravity away from like the awe-inspiring aspect of being like a magician or from magic. Like, yeah. But I do like Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah. I like her as an actress. I'll probably great. go see. I don't know if I'll movie see this like in theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll 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 see it at some point. Uh but I've heard many say this, so this is not my original thought, but it is a completely missed opportunity that they didn't call this movie Now You Don't. Ah. Or even as just the subtitle cuz the first one's Now You See Me. Mhm. Now You Don't. Yeah. Come on, people. Marketing. <laughs> Think about it. Also on June 10th, The Conjuring 2. Nope. 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 All the nopes. All the nope. Because I don't like this kind of movie. I don't like horror movies in general. It so, does nope. not let me sleep well at night. No. <laughs> I just don't. I just think they're so crappy. Uh, I know horror movies are a bit cheesy anyway, but watching this, it felt a little bit like a parody of a horror movie. There was just something off. Yeah. But either way, nope. Nope. Not interested. June 17th, Finding Dory. Yay. I'm, I'm, I'm yay. Mm-hmm. I, I like Pixar. Yeah. I, I like, like Finding Nemo. Yeah. I like that they're kind of going back to this world a little bit. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I was asking for a Finding Dory movie. Nor was I. So She's I'm, one of the most popular characters, like, in Pixar movies. Yeah. But I saw it when watching the trailer, it just kind of felt like this could be a product placement slash money grab sort of mm. situation. Cars too. Yeah, basically. <laughs> this yeah. is Cars too. It's highly likely. Uh, I, I do realize that Dory is one of the more popular Pixar characters. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, she's also the most overrated because mm. I find her to be quite annoying. Mm-hmm. Not only because uh, of the, the characters like constant forgetfulness. Like I find that annoying. I know other people yeah. thought it was funny, uh, but then have Ellen voice on top of it. And don't like it yeah. that much more. I, I don't mind Ellen so much, but I do agree with you, at least in part, on the like the forgetfulness aspect of it. Like I like the idea that maybe she will not be as forgetful in this movie because it seems like she remembers some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yeah, so memory's slowly coming back. Yeah. So they're undoing what makes Dory funny to most people. Yeah. <laughs> Smart move. We'll, we'll see, see, though. It'll be really popular and really successful. Yeah. We know. It'll we be know. a good kids movie. Um, I mean, I'll be thankful for it just because it'll give me one other thing to put in front of my son. There you go. Um, yeah. June 17th, the one that I probably will see instead, Central Intelligence with The Rock and Kevin Hart. Absolutely. Aside from the horrible CGI scene at the beginning of the trailer, which just annoys the crap out of me because I wish they wouldn't do that. Yeah. uh, It does look really funny. Yeah. 
This, like, a little bit of trivia, this was filming outside of my office uh, last summer. Oh, yeah? So I got to see a lot of what they did for the movie. Was it last summer or the summer before? Oh, anyway, they, I mean, they, they filmed nearby where I was working. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's that one scene, I don't know if it's in the trailer that you posted or if it's in one of the other trailers, where uh, they surrounded the rock with a SWAT team mm-hmm. in front of a building. This is, if you're familiar with Boston, this was on high street. They, and uh, they filmed it sort of in the middle of a day on a weekend. Hmm. And I went in to work and came out and they were like, you need to stay inside. And I was like, why? <laughs> and they were like, we're filming a movie. And I was like, central intelligence. And they're like, yeah, how did you know? I was like, I know all the shit that the rock is doing. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? And they were like, uh, well, you can't come outside. And I was like, I'm not going to see. And I tried to take a picture at one point. Mm-hmm. Didn't come out very well. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I like their promotion. Like the promotion is just genius. Yeah. Like, yeah. It takes a little heart and a big Johnson. Yeah. Like that's fantastic. <laughs> good on you, marketing team. <laughs> yeah. See, now they're the ones who did take advantage yeah. of the obvious opportunity. Uh, June 24th, the free state of Jones. This is the Matthew McConaughey Civil War era. Yeah. I've never found Civil War era stuff to be that. Interesting. It always feels like an empty like scene. There's just very little. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm kind of into it. Like, yeah. I saw the trailer and I thought maybe I will actually actively seek out this movie because it's like, it's your typical sort of like revenge pornish sort of movie. Okay. But it's set in an era that you would never think to do one where it would fit. But where it, I mean. I mean, if you think about the Civil War and the history of the South and, like, the Confederacy, it makes a whole lot of sense. Oh, it does. Like, like, soldiers are just being thrown away, Mm -hmm. thrown into the fight and just disposed of after. Like, I mean, and it's, it's, I think it's a great setting. Um, It does a lot for, um, you know, racial equality in Hollywood, I think, to tell this kind of story. Um, And it looks, it looks like... It's so weird. It's like so many different types of movies, but it's well woven together, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And so I, I, I kind of like Matthew McConaughey. All right. I like Matthew McConaughey. Sure. You know, yeah. so I'll, I'll, I'll definitely check this out at some point because it it uh, it ticked a box in my brain that, you know, not many like historically set movies do. Sure. So, I mean, his son dies. Come on. That's motivation. How do you not support sons dying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Independence Day resurgence. <laughs> Don't yes. care at all. I I care. Really? I, I care just because it it Independence Day for me, that was like a move like a landmark movie for me just, you know, growing up. I love Independence Day. It was like the action movie. It was on all the time. So then what about what you've seen excites you for this movie? It's just like the green lights, Jeff Goldblum. Like, it's just reminiscent of that old movie. I mean, Will Smith's not in it, so it's kind of like it loses part of the appeal. But this large-scale disaster movies where I have an enemy that I can point a finger at, mm-hmm. good enough for me. <laughs> I mean, like, when you have movies like, you know, all the fucking meteors and you know, like earthquakes and all that stuff. Yeah. Like it's hard to point a finger at a bad guy. So that's the part of that movie, the large scale disaster movies that I don't like because it's like, it's so blameless. Like who do we blame? Sure. But in this one, it's like, there is an obvious <laughs> person. <laughs> They're to right blame. there. They're right there and yeah. there and there and there and there. So, I mean, Independence Day, I'll, I'm, I'm going to see it. All right. I will 
<laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about it. All right, thanks. I'll tell you about it. There you go. <laughs> the Shallows. Uh, this is a Blake Lively starring movie uh, where I assume it's going to be mostly just Blake Lively. Yeah. Uh, in The Shallows, Nancy is surfing along on a secluded beach when she is attacked by a great white shark and stranded just a short distance from shore. Though she is only 100 yards from her survival, getting there proves the ultimate contest of wills. I love the challenge of doing the isolated mm-hmm. movie where it's really just a minimal cast that has to step up their game and carry the whole film. And mm-hmm. premises like this are freaking awesome. The premise is so simple. There's nothing to hide behind. Right. So it it's w- one when, in the movie where you go, how the hell is this going to be a full movie? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, that's yeah. the challenge. Yeah. I can't wait. And if they pull it off, it's amazing. Yeah. It's like, how did you do that? It's like stretching. Like, yeah. When I saw the trailer, like I had my doubts cause it's Blake Lively. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did kind of like her in some of her more recent movies. I've seen her do some good stuff. So, yeah. I mean, Age of Adeline, she was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I will see this at some point. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not going to the theaters for this, yeah. but I'll totally watch the DVD. Yeah. Yeah. July 1st, The Legend of Tarzan. Dude, holy With, abs. Yeah, right? The Legend of Eight Pack. Uh, <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård, Margot Robbie, Christoph Waltz. Is it me or does Margot Robbie look out of place in this movie? Like she's way too hot for this scenario. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like not the type of person that you would expect on that sort of expedition. No, I would expect Jane to be a little more homely. Yeah. Like frumpy. Like I don't want to be that guy that goes, you can't play this role because you're too hot. But Margot Robbie's too hot to play this role. <laughs> yeah. But I mean... Uh, Dude, what is his name? Peter Skarsgård? Alexander Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård. Jeez. Ripped a shit. What the hell? Yeah. Like, he has muscles that I've never seen on people. <laughs> like, let alone, like, people that I know. Like, I've never seen, like, that extra row of abs. Mm. <laughs> okay. Good on you, bro. This movie could be good, but I have kind of low expectations for it. Yeah. That, I, like, I, just, I wish they'd just focus more on, like the non CG aspect of it. Yeah. Like the CG apes and everything. It's kind of like, mm, you could probably do without that, you know, yeah. focus more on the human story, but I mean, I probably won't see it anyway. So yeah. it's not for me. I probably won't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the BFG roll doll. Roll doll is one of my favorite authors. Favorite book growing up. One of really? My books, yeah. So the how BFG. do you feel about this then? Um, I think they do okay with it. I mean, obviously it was just a trailer, but I like that little reveal at the end, you know, that he is the runt. And I like how they play with elements of the movie to explain things that, you know, like, like that, there's that one scene where he like blacks out the streetlight mm-hmm. and like, Kinda it's just hides. like a dark street corner. Yeah. That was great. I that was that. cool. Yeah. And then like running past the trees and just having that be like the source of the breeze. Sure. Um, and it does have like that sort of playful mysteriousness to it that the book sort of, uh, conveyed at least to me when I was, and this kid. is a Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah. Which alone is like, yeah, I'm it's in like a credit to it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Mark Rylance now Academy award winning actor, mm-hmm. Mark Rylance, yeah. even though Sylvester Stallone should have won, uh, <laughs> is the BFG. Yeah. And I think pretty well cast from what I saw. Yeah. I, I like the look of him, too. Yeah. So I'm in. Yeah. I, I'll see this at some point. Yeah. The Purge election year. Uh, violence porn. Yay. <laughs> now, here's the thing with The Purge that's very interesting. Uh-huh. Are they getting better? 
like the yeah. first one looked like it was very interesting conceptually. I was like, yeah. that's a that's a cool concept to explore. Yeah. If this society actually had that rule and let's explore that. And then I I didn't see it, but I heard it was basically just a home invasion movie. Yeah. So it was not anything near what it could be. The second one then amped it up, apparently, and started to explore that a little more. And now this one's like full on, like going into the politics of it. Yeah. And I'm hoping it's not just reductive like the first one was, Uh but it seems like they're getting like of a higher intellectual capacity as they go forward. I think they are. This movie is evolving with the the current climate in terms of like the sociopolitical. Completely agree. Yes. Atmosphere. Like, it's. I mean, the first one sort of explores the idea of of. You know, what could you, what would you do if you had one night a year to sort of vent all of your frustrations yeah. through crime? Yeah. And, you know, they, they explore like the dynamic between the family that saves the kid that's being targeted versus the people that are outside that are, I mean, it was definitely marketed more as like a horror movie. Yeah. Like as a horror home movie. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Type of movie. But then the second one uh, brought in Frank Grillo, who yep. I like. Um, he's going to be in the new Captain America movie. Um, and a whole bunch of other people that I didn't know. But, um, I mean, this one was more, a little bit more action oriented because it, it expanded the universe a little bit mm-hmm. to not just like a home, but like an entire city. Um, they, they explore like what different people would do. They showed the dynamic between like what, like poorer people do versus what maybe some of the upper 1% sure, do. Sure. Um, how elaborate it can get. They they definitely focus more on murder because I think that's the thing that right you know like people like have dark fantasies about like what if mm-hmm. I could just eliminate my problems by killing but then like for me it was like why wouldn't you just rob a fucking bank or why wouldn't you just like hack, right why do you have to go kill people like hack into something and just give yourself all the money yeah you know like do something like that but it'd be hard you know, to to argue that if you were in a world where that was a thing that. The 364 days of the year leading up to it were preparing for it in either offense or defense. Absolutely. Like you would just be building a fort or you would be building a sword. Like right. You would be doing something to get yourself in a position so that one night a year you would be able to get into the, a bank system and somehow transfer a whole bunch of money mm-hmm. to you. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a legitimate transaction. Exactly. Because it happened during the purge period, right? Yep. So why wouldn't you? Yep. But, um, I mean, the, the second purge movie was good. I liked it. Frank Grillo did a really good job. He's like this, like, grizzled veteran who's on a revenge, path for revenge, but then he redeems himself throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens in this third one, too. Less and he's so, back. Yeah. Less yeah. so as a redemption story, but more as like a, we need to eliminate this somehow because it is a detriment to our society. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it, the, it follows a progression. Like, what if, and then, oh no. Let's not do this. Right. Anymore. I don't want it to be a a movie where she gets captured and he's just trying to save her. I want it to be an exploration of the concept yeah. of it. And if it's something I want the discussion part. Yeah. It becomes much bigger in part due to what transpired during the second movie, mm-hmm. because that explains why the government aspect of it is now more important. Okay. Because, uh, you know, obviously you can't jump from the first movie to the third movie and just be like home invasion to like yeah. nationwide government conspiracy sort of thing. Yep. So. Also on July 1st, Swiss Army Man mm. starring Daniel Radcliffe and somebody else whose name I didn't write down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie looks 
completely absurd and ridiculous, but in a wonderful way. Yeah. It reminds me of Big Fish in a lot of ways. Right? Like that sort of like imaginative yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. I think this looks really interesting. Yeah. I liked the idea of it. Like it's kind of like his inner, this corpse being your inner sort yes. of motivation or your voice, you know, like pushing you to do things maybe you wouldn't have done before. Right. Right. Or like, you know, like, I mean, I'm sure like, you know, people have that from time to time where they, they question what they're doing and then, you know, they have the, the angel and the devil on their shoulder, but this corpse is just kind of like not either, but both right, at the right. same time, you know, like it's kind of just like, well, why don't you do that? Let's do that thing that you want to do. Right. Like, and all these outlandish things are going to happen in the movie. You see them in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Obviously, in the reality of this world, they don't actually, but in the story being told to us, they do. Yeah. Which I'm totally fine with. If you go in with that premise, then yeah, I'll, I'll accept whatever you tell me. Yeah. And Daniel Radcliffe looks like he does a really fantastic job in this movie because he has to be dead, but also animated at the same time. Yeah. It's so weird. And he's like, from what we saw in the trailer, he's just being dragged around for the most part, (laughs) which must have been the most uncomfortable shoot. But totally. It looks great, though. Yeah. July 8th, The Secret Life of Pets from Illumination Entertainment, the same ones who did Despicable Me. Yeah. I think it looks funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like the idea of, you know, having pets that talk. And I think Kevin Hart is the bunny, right? He's the bunny. Uh, Louis C.K. is the main character, the dog. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of good voice actors in this. Yeah, there's a lot of good voice actors. I'm down. Yeah. Definitely like one of those like kid movies. Yeah. That I'll pretend I need to bring a kid to, even though I'll go by myself. (laughs) Uh, Mike and Dave need wedding dates. I am on the fence about this. Me too. Uh, Adam Devine's always hilarious. Yeah. Love him. Anna Kendrick's in it. And I love me some Anna Kendrick. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. It's like I. I like the premise of it, uh, that, you know, that they sort of, that the date will somehow temper their like wild and crazy mm-hmm. party ways. But I mean, yeah, it's hard. Like it's so hard to like say whether this movie is going to be great. Right. It's or, so strange. Yeah. Like it's just, it's definitely just not something that people do. So no, no. Like it's not something that you can put yourself in the shoes. Of. It feels kind of like a national lampoon movie. Yeah. But all the people that are in it are great. Yeah. And it was shot in Hawaii. And so, like, you know, I'll watch anything that was shot in Hawaii. Right, right. Yeah. I'm wondering if this is the movie. Uh, When I was at San Diego Comic-Con last year, I was supposed to meet with Jonah and Kamal. Mm -hmm. And I ended up meeting with with just Jonah because Kamal was in Hawaii doing a movie. And then I had talked to someone else. Uh, I talked to the the workaholics mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I was assigning for them, and I met them in the hallway too. And they were saying that Adam was also doing a movie in Hawaii. I think this is it. I think this is it. Which I don't know if Kamal's in this somewhere, which he might be. Yeah. Uh, or if he was doing. Oh no, something he is. Else. Yeah, oh, yeah. he is. Okay. Like he's a like he's a masseuse. Oh, all right. And he does this one thing in the Red Band trailer that is fucking hilarious. Yeah. He does like a naked massage thing. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like. I just look at like later on, just look up for everybody else. And Rob look up the red band trailer for Mike and Dave need wedding dates. And there's a scene with Kumail doing like the naked massage is like, butt to butt. like the line is fucking <laughs> hilarious. Like I couldn't, like I was laughing so hard when I saw oh, it. All right. Yeah. So this was definitely the movie they were filming yeah. then. Well, Adam Devine was also filming, uh, Adam Devine's house party in Hawaii too. Yeah. Yeah. So, they were saying uh movie specifically. Though, oh, okay. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, July 15th. 
<laughs> Do we really need to talk about it anymore? <laughs> I, it just makes me want to cry. Like <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> no. No. Okay, so two things that have come to light since I, I feel like we don't have to talk about this too much because uh-huh. go back to previous episodes and we do nothing right, right, right. but rant about this movie. Uh, but two new pieces of information have come to light. One of which is that this is now the most downvoted movie trailer on YouTube. Oh, really? With over 500 something thousand downvotes compared to like 200 something thousand upvotes. Whoa. And either like the week, very, very soon leading up to the release of this, Mm-hmm. We talked about how stupid it was in the trailer to say, like, 30 years ago, four scientists saved New York City, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, because they're attaching it to the old movie when they just want people to move on, uh-huh. and it's a reboot, and it's not actually connected. Well, they're going a step further to confuse everybody because they're re-releasing the original Ghostbusters in movie theaters prior to the release of this. So here's the one that's good. Now we're going to show you the one that sucks. Why are they doing this? <laughs> Whatever marketing team is behind this needs to be fired. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot because this is like the movie. That, I mean, for me, that is just like, you know what? Just watch it first. Just don't criticize it. Watch it first. I'm going to criticize the shit out of it. <laughs> oh, man. I don't. I don't. I have not. I'm not paying to see this. Yeah. I am not. I, if someone, if people whose opinions I trust come back to me and say, no, we had it all wrong. It's awesome. Uh-huh. I will go. Until that happens, and it won't, I will not. <laughs> also on July 15th, The Infiltrator with Brian Cranston and John Leguizamo. Mm. Uh, it has to do with some FBI stuff and drug running and looks good to me. 80s war on drugs. Sort <laughs> yeah. Of thing. Looks good Undercover, to me. Undercover, Brian Cranston, John Leguizamo. I'm in. I'm in. Say no more. I'm excited about it. It looks good. It does look good. July 22nd, Star Trek Beyond. We've seen very little marketing since the initial trailer. And a lot of like Simon Pegg saying, no, really, it's okay, guys. Yeah. I'm not going to screw this up. This is not it. Bad trailer, but I'm I'm going. Yeah. Because I have a feeling it's going to be a lot better than the trailer shows. Yeah. I mean, Simon Pegg is involved, so and he's involved as a writer, right? That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Ice Age, Collision Course. This is the fourth? I don't even know. I think it goes Ice Age, Ice Age Meltdown, Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs, and then Ice Age Collision Course. I like the first two. Mm-hmm. The first Ice Age movie is actually probably one of my favorite like CG animated movies. Mm-hmm. I'm, however, kind of done with the franchise. I don't yeah. know why we need to keep going. I'm sure it makes money, and that's why. I'd rent it and maybe watch it in the background, but I'm not like thrilled about the, it. The squirrel, the squirrel is annoying. Scrat, yeah. Yeah. By yeah. now, it's just he's he's just chasing a nut every fucking day. Like I'll watch the shorts about him. That's funny. Yeah. But I don't need like those Looney Tunes quality shorts are good, but I don't mm-hmm. need him integrated into the movie at all. Yeah. July 29th, Jason Bourne. You know his name. <laughs> you know his name. I like that line from the trailer. I remember. Everything, but you don't know everything. <laughs> Jason Bourne still in the dark. Da, da, da. I've only seen the first one, and I've seen the Bourne Legacy, the most recent one. Uh-huh. This is like number five. Yeah, 
I'm well, not overly interested in the franchise. I know that Matt Damon and the director said that they wouldn't do it again unless it was absolutely right. Right. So if you trust the judgment of the people involved, then this movie should be okay. Yeah. At the very least. I There's mean, a lot of good things going on in the franchise. Like, I like the idea. I like the premise. The first one was edited so poorly. Mm-hmm. So poorly. Like, there are long... I, I always say it about this movie, too. There are some sequences in the movie that go on way too long and mm-hmm. just feel... Like, they could have been cut. Like, there's a part where he climbs up a building. And I swear mm-hmm. it takes, like, five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's another part where he's sitting in a parking garage, like, in the driver's seat of a car. Uh-huh. And he's just, like, sitting there for a long time. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening? Like, I've I've heard, this is actually from, uh, like, another podcast that I listened to. Uh, they, they're, they're, they kind of address the criticism of... Jason, the Jason Bourne series just basically being like a guy running away from a room full of people and computers, which is basically what they do. <laughs> yeah, I right? can see that. Sure. I mean, they, they get occasional shots of Jason Bourne and then they have a bunch of people that are typing in computers. Yeah. yeah. And then one girl saying like, Oh, we, they, that's Jason Bourne. Like somebody always says it, right? That's funny. In the movies. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, but I mean, if Matt Damon and I forgot the director's name, he's just escapes me right now. But yeah. I mean, if they're involved and they said that they wouldn't be unless it was right. I mean, unless they backed a dump truck full of money up to the, their individual houses and said, please make another board movie. Right. Which I doubt is what happened. Then, you know, it, it must be at least okay. And he got all sorts of jacked for this. That, oh, yeah. that punching scene, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. a quick fight. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He's jacked. But the important thing is, you know his name. <laughs> uh, also on July 29th, unfortunately, there's no trailer yet available. However, I will include it on my uh, breakdown of all the summer movie preview trailers. Uh, Bad Moms is a movie that's coming out, but we can't comment on it because there's no trailer. So we have not a lot to comment on. Although Kristen Bell is in it, so it must be amazing. It must be amazing. <laughs> Kristen Bell, Mila Kunis, and Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn's hysterical. So uh, that casting alone, I would think it would be a funny movie, but we'll have to wait and see. That Kristen Bell joke will make sense at one point. Soon, in the near future. We will get to it. We didn't have time in these last few episodes, (laughs) but we will get to it. August 5th, Suicide Squad. All right. All right. I'm down. I am down, but I'm also in last straw mode. Like DC... This this is strike three. Uh, okay. You better not fuck up again. Yeah. Because Man of Steel, no. Batman yeah, yeah, v Superman, yeah. no. Right. This is your third foray into this universe. Right. You better friggin' impress me. Nail it. Right? Yep. Yeah. The reshoots for like comedic effect, that's which have of... been denounced. Oh, have they? Apparently, the director himself came out and said it's for more action. Actually. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, if, like, I don't want it to be oversaturated with comedy because it kind of takes away from the purpose mm-hmm. of the movie. Also, I, I, I like to pat myself on the back for no, or for predicting that Deadshot's mask will not last very long. No, in that movie. no, you were right on with that one. Because if you were Will Smith and you're marrying a mask for a movie, that mask is going to break at some point. Yeah. And all you're going to be left with is that stupid little pink Dragon Ball Z style scouter, <laughs> whatever that is. Will Smith is not quite as humble as uh, Carl Urban. Yeah. So who's like, oh, Dread doesn't take his mask off. I'm going to wear it the whole movie. Exactly. Will Smith is like, I'm Will Smith. <laughs> you better know. 
Also on August 5th, Nine Lives, uh, which is a movie about Kevin Spacey being trapped in a cat's body. <laughs> what happened to Kevin Spacey? <laughs> how can you honestly, how can you see either this movie or House of Cards and then just uh, reconcile that somehow? Yeah. Because it doesn't work. Yeah. This is like, uh, is he is he like in Nicolas Cage mode where he's just doing everything <laughs> and anything because Maybe. he's in debt? Like, here's what? my theory. Well, for one, it looks like look who's talking, except he's a cat uh-huh. instead of a baby. Um, it does kind of look like a cute family movie. Maybe. I mean, it's probably not for us, uh, but it's not for but us. it's probably for kids. I bet you this is maybe like something he wants to show kids or grandkids uh, or nieces and nephews. And you, there's so much of his stuff you can't watch yeah. if you're of a certain age. Maybe he just wanted to have something to be able to show younger people. Uh, I guess. A lot of actors and people, I think, do roles like that for that reason. I mean, I guess that could be smart if you're like planting yourself in the minds of the youth. And yeah. Then that Even way. though he's in a cat body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could prolong your career somehow sure. by having an audience going forward but wow i saw this and i was like that is frank underwood no right also on august 5th the founder starring michael keaton this looks great yeah i like this god i love michael keaton i like this a lot and it's not just because he was batman he's a freaking great well yeah he's batman birdman now he's beetlejuice yeah now he's ray Kroc. The founder of McDonald's. And I did not know that was the story of McDonald's. I knew Nor Ray did I. was involved. Yeah. But I didn't know it was like a hostile takeover. Me story. neither. Which is way more interesting than yeah. the stories I've heard. I just knew that like Ray Kroc was like this guy that went out and sold milkshake machines and like he somehow tripped over McDonald's and turned it into like this right, right. empire. But like I like Michael Keaton in the role. Mm-hmm. I think he will probably garner a lot of attention for this. No doubt. Oscar attention, probably. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, it's a story. It's such an American story, but like the way that they're telling it is like, it's like you, you should be persistent, right? Right. But you also have to be persistent to a fault. Like, I don't know, like. It seems like persistently underhanded too. Right. Be an asshole. Yeah. Like, the American way. Be an yeah. asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the most authentic American tale ever. Yeah. I mean, it basically is. McDonald's yeah. is like American. It's like America. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's America movie. America. Uh, August 12th, Sausage Party. No, oh, this trailer tripped me up. I was like, oh, this is just a poorly animated movie. Wait, what? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, this one I had heard about for actually years because oh, really? uh, Seth Rogen's been talking about it on the Howard Stern show, like uh, in every appearance. So he mentioned it like a couple years ago. And he was saying, oh, this movie where this is going to be a thing and this and this and this. And then every time he comes back, he's like, oh, just an update on Sausage Party and like keeps updating on mm-hmm. it. So I knew what the premise of this was before it takes its dark turn. Yeah. But I don't know. There's something weird about this. I mean, again. Not a huge Seth Rogen fan, so that mm-hmm. already deters me a little bit. But uh, that aside, when I watch Toy Story, I have the same kind of feeling like, yeah, I treated my animals and like my stuffed animals and my toys like I don't want to lock them away and mm-hmm. they could have their own personalities. When I think about that with like food that wasn't a living creature before, like a, uh-huh. a lettuce head or something, uh-huh. I don't want to think about my food like that at all. <laughs> That's that's just disturbing. Yeah. So I don't I don't want this in my brain. I thought it was definitely disturbing, but I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll go and see this movie. Yeah, you go have fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh Ben Hur. 
Oh, nobody asked for this fucking Nobody movie. asked for this. And I am, and maybe it's because nobody asked about it that there's so little buzz around a movie that is as big of a classic as the original Ben-Hur yeah. is. Like, nobody cares because the classic was good enough. Mm. And it's still, I mean, it holds up. It's still good enough. And I'm not seeing a lot of marketing for it either. Not a whole lot. I mean, I haven't, I, I saw the trailer just because I tripped over it mm-hmm. on YouTube. Of all places, not even like on TV or. Yeah. Know. Like, I forgot this was coming out this summer. Yeah. For a movie that should probably be as elevated as it is. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. You're remaking a like a classic yeah. of cinema. Like, yeah. Yeah. Boo. Yep. Not really interested. <laughs> and know. as soon as I heard Morgan Freeman's <laughs> voice in it, I just started cracking up. I was like, <laughs> of course, Morgan Freeman's in this. Yeah. He'd have to be. Uh, Pete's Dragon. This looks so different than the original. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what to even think about it. Yeah. It looks like a decent movie. Yeah. Uh, I There's very little to go on right now. Yeah. I'm like maybe like halfway there. Like I'm half in the door, half out of the door. Like mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily amped to see it. But, you know, if I've got some free time or, you know, if I need a movie to go and see with kids, then this might be one of them. Sure. But not a whole lot to go on. Based on the trailer. No, I mean, we've seen a teaser so far, really. So very, very little to comment on. Uh, The first one was good. Mm -hmm. It's, from what I've heard, uh, doesn't hold up very well. I don't remember the first one at all. And apparently has some even kind of disturbing themes in it. Oh, yeah. When you look back on it, because that stuff just doesn't fly these days. But I don't know. Uh, there's another movie called Spectral that there's no trailer for, mm-hmm. but the premise sounded interesting. I will check it out more when I hear more about it. But yeah. again, at this stage, very hard to comment on something we can't yeah. watch. August 19th, Kubo and the Two Strings. This is Leica Animation, the same studio that does Coraline, uh-huh. or did Coraline, I should say. They're not actively doing Coraline right <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, it looks like it's based on a series of folktales, and I'm down for that. Yeah, I'm interested. I like it. I sort of like that animation style with paired with a folktale mm-hmm. and um, like that story of a an apprentice seeking his master sure. and then growing sure. through that process. It's very, I mean, it's very Japanese, mm-hmm. you know, like I, like I love folktales, but I'm, I'm actually it's American folktales that I don't care so much about uh-huh. all the other cultures. Folktales, their yeah. folktales are friggin great. Yeah. I like how, like, I didn't know until, like, halfway into the trailer that that guy was Matthew McConaughey, the the Beatle oh, guy. Oh, I his, didn't know that. That's his voice, yeah. Wow. And it's it's very un-Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that at all. He sort of cut his accent out, or, like, the the, the Texas out of his accent, and he's, like, a block... It's, it's weird. It's, like, a block-headed sort of character. Yeah, like, yeah. Very dense, but also kind of, like, you know, loyal to a... Like, kind of like a dog. A little sure, bit. sure. I'm I'm interested. I'll definitely go and see this. Yeah, that looks great. This is something that actually, if it's good, like if it's suitable enough, like I would take my son to. Yeah, just got to make sure there's nothing too scary. Yeah, pretty if it's much. Like if there's anything that's like a jump scare or anything, right? That's not good. Right. Yeah. Also on August 19th, War Dogs with Jonah Hill and Miles Teller. Yeah, this movie looks kind of good. I mean, it looks interesting. It reminds me of Lord of War. Same thought, dude. With Nicholas Same Cage. thought, but like more comedic. Yeah, a little bit more comedic for a younger audience. The sort of the backdrop of arms dealers mm-hmm. doing things and like doing the sort of Wolf of Wall Street, except with, 
you know, the different storyline and with different characters. Yep. Uh, I, I'm interested. I love the idea that they juxtapose Miles Teller, who is like, can be a comedic actor with the like almost pure comedy of Jonah Hill. Sure. Right. And like that, that I love that uh, the first, however long of the trailer, 30 seconds of the trailer mm-hmm. when they're like, Oh, we chose your bid. And they're like, Oh, well, why did you choose our bid? It's like, because you came in like $50 million yeah. cheaper than anybody yeah. else. And then Jonah Hill in the hall is like, fuck. fuck. And, you know, Even though like, it's still like a $200 million deal or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just like, you're making all of this money, but you're flipping out because you lost like however much. Right. Money. Right. Like you could have added another 30 million on. Yeah. But, and just flipping out over that. But, yeah, I liked the trailer when I saw it, and it's something that I'm definitely going to actively seek out. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, on August 26th, finally, finally, Jason Statham is returning to the Mechanic franchise. <laughs> Aren't we all excited? Oh, the sarcasm is there. <laughs> Jason Statham and, wait, Jessica Alba? Yeah. What do you wait? Where'd you go? Yeah. Where'd you come from? Well, she was off running her like mommy empire. Yeah, I guess so. uh, Honest, uh, honest family goods or whatever it's called. Like she makes diapers and baby wipes right right now and she's making tons of money. But yeah, that was weird. Like the movie that nobody asked for is coming back. Yeah. Uh, no trailer for this yet either. I love though a good like mindless Jason Statham action movie. Yeah, I love his action movies. Yeah, I don't even care like the bank job or whatever it was. This is great. It's great. I'm in. Have you ever watched any of like and Safe? The, that was great. The Jason Statham movies like before he made it big in America. I don't think so. Like there was this one. It was a heist movie set in London, and he, there was absolutely no action in it. Jason Statham just being Jason Statham. Okay, but in a dramatic role and he's like they're like trying to rob a bank and they're digging this giant hole and it's like and he had hair which was really weird and it was like it was not like a wig it was like his real hair yeah yeah. and uh that tripped me up because i saw it and i was like that is not the person i know <laughs> that is some weird alternate reality version of jason's day wow but it was it wasn't a bad movie but yeah, Jason Statham just kicking, punching things. Yeah, and, I'm in. And getting angry <laughs> again. Not not movie theater. Yeah, in my bank. All right, mate. Yeah, I'll <laughs> rent it later, but uh, I'll see it at yeah. some point. Uh, that's all. We oh. went through. Um, we went through all the movies. All of them. All the movies. A reminder that the trailers for every single movie we talk about here are posted at thegeekgeneration.com. Go ahead and check out our summer movie trailer preview post. And you can watch all these trailers that are out, uh, even some of the movies, if they came out and we hadn't talked about them because they weren't yet, those might be there as well. So as we wrap up this week, is there one that you're more excited about than all the others? Aside from Civil War, which we've both seen multiple times at this point, I'm sure. Yeah. And we'll probably be doing a recap episode, uh, spoiler room, about pretty soon. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of like kind of like comedies that I'm excited to see just because reflecting back, uh, there there aren't a whole lot of comedic movies that I've seen recently mm-hmm. that, you know, really are memorable. Right. Um, not saying that Neighbors 2 is going to be memorable, but Kubo and the Two Strings is something that I've been excited about for a while. So I'll definitely seek that out, even though it's coming out towards the end of the movie. I'm just trying to get the list up so yeah, I can yeah. remember. Nice Guys. 
Yeah, that looks great. Nice guys looks great. X Men Apocalypse. Yep, that's a obvious. X Men Apocalypse. Aside from Civil War, obviously, X Men Apocalypse is probably the one I'm most excited about. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like surface level interest that I have for a mm. lot of these movies, like Central Intelligence. Um, the Infiltrator, I think, is going to be probably the movie that I come out of the summer thinking like, oh yeah. This, that was a that was time well spent. Right. I right. will buy the Blu-ray. Right. You know? Um I'm hoping, you know, praying that Suicide Squad is good. Hoping so um, much. You know, have that hesitation, obviously, like you do. Sure. So, sure. War Dogs does look good. I don't expect a ton from it, but it will be a good time, I think. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and then the purge, we talked we spent so much time talking about it. I mean, I hope it's good. Right. Uh what about you? X Men Apocalypse. That's your, yeah. that's, your yeah. that's my number one. Uh, nice guys looks great as well. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of like the big, the big ones. Yeah. Aside from that, like there are a few that I'll. I, I wish there was more that I was excited to see in the theater. Yeah. Like there's, I'm gonna go see certain ones. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna see Suicide Squad. Uh, I'm probably just gonna steer clear of Ghostbusters mm-hmm. entirely as much as possible. I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, pop star, never stop, never stop. <laughs> Watch. Ooh, I'm gonna get so angry. I'm gonna have like an anger boner over this movie. <laughs> Good anger boner is necessary every now and then. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Uh well then final thoughts. Something you want to plug? Uh nothing to plug as usual. Just you know, go to thegeekgeneration.com, support us any way you can, leave us a review on iTunes, um, or, you know, send us an email. Tell us what you think. What is the movie that you are most excited about coming this summer? I mean, it might not even be one that we covered. I mean, they there might- are some like more limited release stuff. Yeah. That we didn't get into. Yeah. And I mean, or, you know, expand it a little bit. Let's go into like September, October. What mm-hmm. are you excited to see? Um, I know, you know, there's going to be some stuff that's coming out that will be of interest to the people that listen to this podcast. Yep. So definitely let us know. Yep. And since we are uh, no doubt going to be doing our Civil War wrap up pretty soon, go ahead and send us your thoughts on Captain America yeah. Civil War because we want to hear those. We want to hear what you guys thought about it. Uh, I'm sure they'll all be in a certain direction, but I'm sure there will be the occasional few that have some issues that they want to talk about, but go ahead and send all those in to us. Yeah. I mean, you hear us all the time nitpicking like the greatest movies that have yep. come out. Yep. Cause that's what we do. Feel free. I mean, we'll, you know, definitely look into it and share that, share your thoughts. Yep. Yep. For everything else we do, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can like us at facebook.com slash the geek generation and follow at geek generation on Twitter. You can watch live podcasts and gaming at twitch.tv slash the geek generation. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Night Angel. Support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. You can send those emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. We'll be back really soon with more geeky stuff for ya. We'll see you then. Later. Make it so.